Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris, and today is co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. And on this episode, we also want to welcome back special guest, Darren Zanuzzi. Darren, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. No, thanks for taking the time to jump back on, because we know you've been really busy lately. Yes, yeah, so lots and lots of stuff going on PhD-wise, work with the Indigenous Hockey Research Network, and just uh, general hockey fandom and trying to keep up with that as life's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, before we kind of get into it, I just want to say you might be busy, um, but you're not too busy for me to be kicking your butt in uh, fantasy hockey. But that's for another time. I just wanted to <laughs> shout that out to the boys there. Uh, no, but for real, I, I know you are busy. And obviously, you know, we're friends off the air here. And, you know, I kind of know what you're kind of been going through and kind of been working on. So I was hoping you can kind of tell the listeners a little bit more about the uh, Indigenous Hockey Research Network. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm, I guess just first quickly say what I'm doing right now. So I, I'm a Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, Canada, and I'm a second year PhD candidate in the cultural studies program. And so I'm doing some, my own personal research looking at um, Indigenous settler relations or Indigenous non-Indigenous relations in rural Ontario and what it means within reconciliation, what's happening on the ground, and simply kind of looking at an angle of like how this is happening and playing out in hockey and how hockey players themselves in like adult rec leagues are thinking about reconciliation, what they're doing with it, and just kind of what's happening on the ground outside of government programs and policies. And so with that, that's kind of like my own personal research background, but I'm also part of the Indigenous Hockey Research Network. And I feel really grateful to be part of this, this great network. It's a mix of Indigenous researchers and non-Indigenous researchers from across Canada. And it's looking at, I guess, in part the potential reconciliation playing out of hockey, but also looking at kind of anti-racist and anti-colonial work to kind of make hockey not only a more welcoming space, but to really examine Kind of the power it has within Canada for you know better, for better and for worse like there's two sides of the same coin here of it's the most amazing sport in the world and there's all such a great thing to do that but also a lot of kind of baked in racism and colonial things that just don't make it a very welcoming space for a lot of folks and how do we change that and how we recognize how different people approach the game that's really interesting because as of late um I don't know if you saw it it was very popular the, the Hockey Diversity Alliance released a video that got a lot of traction. Really, really interesting video. It, it, it talks about what a lot of players of color and, and, and women and such go through in the, in the hockey world. I think they just released that video this weekend and, and li- really looking to change it. I guess the hockey is for everyone to actually making hockey for everyone. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a big thing, too. And it's something as well, like as, as a white person who's a settler in Canada, it's obviously... I'm not experiencing those things, and I've had such a smooth, easy time through all my experience with hockey as a player, as a fan, all the way up and through. But obviously, it's not, not the experience for folks. And you can say hockey is for everyone as someone who's you know in a privileged position like that, but what are you actually doing to make that the reality? You can't just say it. Yeah. It's not just up to people of color and indigenous peoples to be fixing it for themselves. It's up to people like myself, who's in a privileged position as a researcher at a university, say, okay, what what's wrong from my end? And what can I help doing in my own communities to help make coffee a more welcoming space and actually make it for everyone? And also not just make for everyone, but recognize what these other groups are doing in their own communities and own spaces. That how is hockey for them and by them and how can we make that all one large space? Yeah, and it's really important because hockey is, you know, my opinion, the best sport in the world. But it has definitely not been as inclusive as it could have been throughout its history. And so uh, where would people go to visit to learn more about what you're doing right now? Yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for this opportunity. I mean, 
just to get a, a close glimpse at what the network's doing right now, um, just go to indigenoushockeycanada.com. So that's the Indigenous Hockey Research Network's website. And so right now it's not quite up to date in terms of our current work, but just, it shows kind of a great, a great overview of what we've done so far and what kind of our mandates and goals are as a network. And we'll be updating that soon too. We've just entered the new year here and hope this is more research outputs and not just, you know, really academic journal articles, which we've already published as a group, but hopefully getting some more stuff that's more accessible to the public, not just to university people, um, but hopefully some anti-racist handbook things, perhaps um, some strategies and just some general articles and things like that that will hopefully all be there on our website. And so you can go there, there's an about tab, a research tab, you can see each research problem that we've been working on and some of the community engagement projects that we've either done or we've been moving towards doing. And so it's a great place to get started. And like I said, that'll be updated as we go through throughout 2022 with some new project ideas. Talking about what you guys are, are kind of looking forward to do towards in the future, can you kind of, kind of give us a little bit of a glimpse, like maybe potentially like what you would see in the future for this program? Yeah, so I mean, me personally, so there's five different prongs. One of the prongs specifically that I'm working on and my own research really overlapped with is decolonizing sport. And so we were, Chris had mentioned a little bit there about some of like the negative histories, the connotations with hockey and somewhere like Canada. Obviously, hockey's Canada's game is really tied up into Canadian nationalism. And there's also a great positive of that. There's also a lot of negatives to that of who's excluded from those spaces and who's excluded from that kind of brand nationalism that's associated with hockey. And it's something that I'm hoping in my own personal research and work with the, the IHRN to help kind of unpack those processes and say, okay, how do we get here and how can we help undo some of these things and actually open up the space and look at some of the, the again, two sides of the same coin, hockey is so amazing, but there's all sorts of all sorts of problems with it that, again, someone like myself doesn't experience, but I'm in the position that I can use some of my privilege to help address those things and look at myself and look at my own community to say, what can we do about this? That's excellent. It, it's such it's such important work. And, and so when we we're all looking at it, and in fact, uh, my wife was talking about it because you'd kind of sent forth a little document about things that you're looking into right now. And she was so absolutely fascinated, specifically as a Canadian. And what was labeled in there? She's like, I never thought about that, that, you know, your proposal, which we won't talk about the way it was looked at, the approach you're using. She's like, that is amazing. And, and he's right. She's like, this is this is amazing. I can't wait to learn more about this. And yeah, so she was really excited. And uh, especially some of the techniques that you're using, she was really fascinated by because she's learning those same techniques now in her program. So she's really, really intrigued by that. And so again, everyone out there, if you if you want to give that a check out, it's uh, indigenoushockeycanada.com. Go out there, give it a look. It's, it's really important work and it's exciting to see where we're, where we in hockey can be going. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for giving that a bit of a platform. Really appreciate it. No, we're really excited, and we're hoping that in the future, uh, when you get a you know a little bit more time, and as things start to settle down in your life, that we can actually end a whole episode about it, because I think there's a there's a lot of people out there who would be very interested in hearing this episode. Until then, what we're going to actually be talking about is uh, hockey jerseys, because last time you were on, I think all five times, it was all about hockey jerseys. <laughs> so why not bring you back for another hockey jersey episode? <laughs> Let's try not to make this the second longest episode in, in you know, Pitch's whole hockey history, please. We, we'll do our best. We're going to keep it under four hours. All right. Um, but, uh, no, we're going to actually be talking about the USPHL's 21-22 jerseys, and we're going to be releasing our top 20. Now, I've created a slide presentation that was probably way more difficult than I expected it to be when I started it. 
took me a few days to build it because uh, some of you USPHL teams out there do not do a very good job of showing us what you're wearing. <laughs> but, you know, it is junior hockey and it is, a you know, development hockey. And but tell you what, man, these jerseys were honestly really, really sick. It was actually once it was done, it was super exciting to sit there and rank them all for sure. You can kind of tell when you're going through the, the slideshow that, you know, some of these teams definitely did not make it uh, an easy way to find jerseys just from the uh, the cropped pictures we got. But, hey, at the end of the day, I mean, it did the job. So, you know, we appreciate the hard work. Yeah, as, uh, some of them I, I tried. If I saw alternate jerseys that seemed like they would be a little bit more common, I included those as well. And so, but uh, yeah, I think what we ended up with and the three of us actually voted are one through 64 because there are 64 teams in USPHL. Fortunately for you listeners, we're only going to go over the top 20 uh, based off our scores. And we all do not have the same taste in jerseys. I can tell you that much. No, I mean, at the end of the day, I think my taste is what I should have won, but I, I guess we'll see what happens here. <laughs> you, you, you guys are both allowed to have wrong opinions. That's fine. You're welcome to them. They're just wrong. <laughs> A couple of my top eights didn't make the top 20, so... Oh, I wasn't happy about that. But we're going to break right into it here, and we're going to see how we scored this. And So we're going to break right into the first one. And the first one is the, at number 20, the Lake Erie Bighorns of the Great Lakes Division. I love this jersey. I ranked it the highest of the three of us. So I will say that this jersey was ranked 13th, 49th, and 14th. You care to talk about that, Sebastian? Yeah, these, I am sorry, Lake Erie, but these are just not... These aren't – I'm trying to think of words not to insult you, but I'm insulted wow. by looking at this jersey. Like, it's just – What? It's just, so, it's just so plain, and the logo no. is just – like, plain. look at my ram what? with Thank my you. yellow horns. I love, these yellow? I love these jerseys. I, I got to say, the, the crest isn't anything mm-hmm. spectacular, but there's nothing yeah. wrong. It's just a good basic crest. That's a classic yeah. coffee crest, whatever. The striping is fantastic. Like it's so bold and simple. The the home blacks there, or the black, I should say, it, the the black and gold is perfect. It, it's one of the, the best hockey templates you can go with, and it's fairly simple, but it's great. And it's one of the things where <laughs> I love looking at alternate. Like I, I'm fairly familiar with junior hockey in Canada, but not so much in the United States. So I love looking at these jerseys and saying, oh, wow, like seeing some of the similarities and parallels to, to teams in like the OHL, for example. I think like this. Kind of reminded me of the color scheme of the Sarnia Sting in the OHL, and I love yeah. that one. Yeah, you know what, I, honestly, you know, what, I, I think what really did it for me these jerseys is the back. You'll see the name and the numbers. It's just yellow. There's no like underneath. There's no like striping around it. It's just yellow, and to me, it's just I don't know. It just reminds me of big league jersey. I'm really sorry. Oh, <laughs> all right, Lake Erie, you can feel free to at him on Twitter. <laughs> we will provide that directly for you, and uh, I will gladly take one of those jerseys. So at number 19, we end up with the Philadelphia Hockey Club. And Darren, you ranked it the highest, so you want to talk about why you ranked it at 13th? Yeah, I honestly, I think this is one where I feel like the, the symbolism and the logo might jump up more than even the jersey itself and the striping. I, I love the logo and obviously the symbol, symbolism of the Liberty Bell, the crack there. It's so basic, but it really works. And I like the striping and the template. I think it's a little, almost a mini throwback. And that really is my kind of like those early O's jerseys and Reebok first of the NHL striping patterns, which oh, I yeah. didn't love, but I love the kind of like simple, simple but overcomplicated look at the same time. So I don't know. I think it's really basic, but really works. And I, I think the crest is beautiful. But yeah, I ranked it 39th, and and Sebastian, you ranked it 23rd. So 
Yeah, and, and for me, I kind of agree with Darren there. The, you know, the logo, um, I like the size of the crest. It doesn't take over the entire jersey, but it's big enough that it's a center crest, not just like a little dot in the middle of it. But just the simplicity, but again, kind of having some tweaks on, you know, the sleeves and how the stripings work. And this colorway, I think, honestly, to me, I think the colorway really did it. And then the, the logo just sold it. Yeah, and when I say I ranked at 39th, I mean, that's 39th out of 64 jerseys. For me, it was middle of the pack. It just looks like a classic hockey jersey and didn't hate it because there are some i absolutely hated and uh no this one just middle of the pack it's a pretty in my opinion generic hockey logo i i like it but i don't love it and that'll take us into number 18 and at number 18 it's the pal junior islanders and sebastian you ranked the 20th which was the highest out of the three of us so talk about the pal junior islanders Honestly, like I just, I'm just a sucker for this colorway. The Islanders, you know, the blue, the orange, and the white. I just love how these jerseys go, and in you know, the gloves with the, the orange fingertips, and the, I mean, they're basically a carbon copy of the NHL version of it. I, I think I like the pants better on what they use with the stripe down it. And to me, I mean, it's a classic, and I, I love this colorway. So it, it's always going to be high up, no matter you know what logo's on the front of it. Yeah, and then uh, Darren, you ranked the 23rd, and I ranked the 30th. Yes, I mean, I would agree with Seb on all the points he made there, but I rank it a bit lower, if only because it's almost an identical carbon copy of what's in the NHL. So with these rankings, and most rankings in leagues, I try to see, gives a point of originality. I mean, obviously I love it. That's why I put it at 23, even though it's almost a carbon copy. So I agree, it's a beautiful jersey, but I would put it a little lower because it's not very unique in its design. Yeah, and it's again, the Islanders have one of the best jerseys in the NHL. So it for me... I would say it's still middle of the pack in terms of the fact that the originality isn't so much there, but it's still a beautiful jersey and it's still top half of the league for me. Yeah, I'd say overall well done. And that'll take us into number 17, the Rum River Mallards. Now, Sebastian, did you hear that? 17th. Me and you ranked the 12th. Darren, uh, do you remember what you ranked this one? <laughs> 45th? <laughs> I think that was just a throwdown to get it kind of down on my list rather than a true 45. But uh, I don't know. It just they just don't really do it for me. I, I get the color scheme being there. I don't know. I don't love the across the name or like, over the chest naming. I don't know. It just didn't really do it for me. Again, I don't. I don't hate it. Forty five is a little low. Again, I was kind of throwing it down on my slideshow there. But uh, yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. See now, Sebastian, you and I ranked this jersey. I think we both ranked it like seventh or eighth last year. But again, they did do a color switch up and. I still love the logo and I still kind of really like what they've done. Obviously we both ranked the 12th, but I really liked last year's jerseys better. I have, I have to hundred percent agree. Like I still like the logo. I, I actually like the Mallards with the logo underneath it. I like the circular logo, not a huge fan of the black Jersey. Um, just the river, I guess the nickname and all that and whatever. But again, last year's Jersey, I mean, if they're still kicking around, you know, <laughs> hook me up. Yeah. We will definitely take that Tristan. So, um, you know, let's, well, let's bring, we were supposed to have Tristan back on the episode a few weeks ago, so we'll have to hit him back up. And uh, yeah, if there's any of those jerseys from last season kicking around, I think both you and I would be more than happy to pay for it. <laughs> so, but that will take us into number 16. And at number 16, we got Wilkes Bear Scranton Knights. These are, I was really impressed by these jerseys, but somebody was more impressed than the other two. And Sebastian, that's you, ranked at 13th. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I just really like the, the colorway, like that gray, that kind of, that Penn State, I guess I, you can call it, it's kind of like their colorway. The I really like the logo, it, it's simple, it, you know, you can tell what the team's name is right off, you know, if you look at the logo. 
the, you know, the, I guess it's be their home jersey has that double stripe, which I've really never seen, which is really cool. But that away jersey, just the simplicity of just the stripe and just that, that gray is a secondary color. Um, I absolutely love this jersey. Yeah. And Darren, you ranked it 25th. I ranked it 29th. So what kept the top of the pack for you? I mean, I, I think again, Seb kind of hit the nail on the head. I just didn't, it just didn't impress me quite as much. I mean, I think it's a really clean cut jersey and it's really simple, which works. But I mean, I think some of the simplicity is what kind of kept it just under the top 20 for me. But I, I think they're great. Just not quite top tier for me. All right. That's, that makes sense. Uh, that'll take us into the top 15. So at number 15, we're going to Las Vegas and it's going to be the Thunderbirds. And Darren, you like these the most at 12th. Tell us about it. Oh, man. I think the biggest thing that's going on these is that alternate, the third jersey there. The, I think that should be their primary logo. I absolutely love that, and I love the colorway. It really reminds me of the, the Team North America jerseys from the World Cup about what, five, Ooh, six yeah. years ago now. I just love that look. I think I like their home and away. I think they're good jerseys, good logos, but the third absolutely sold it for me. Those are beautiful. Yeah, I've seen this team play, and yeah, I'm not a big fan of their regular jerseys, and I had them ranked 35th. Um, Sebastian had them ranked 19th. But if it was just that third jersey, that black jersey with the eagle head, that thing's wicked. And these jerseys, for me, would be ranked uh, a lot higher. And, and I'll be very honest. Um, I turned a blind eye to the other two jerseys and really just looked at that third jersey. And that's the reason why they were ranked in the top 20. So uh, Las Vegas, <laughs> let's switch up that logo so we can make it kind of in the top five, maybe number one, depending on what you do with the rest of the jerseys. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Let's go to number 14. Number 14, we're going to space, and that's going to be Fort Wayne. The Fort Wayne Spacemen. Um, and Sebastian, you had this one ranked highest at ninth. Talk about it. Oh, this logo. Just absolutely love it. I could do without the Fort Wayne across the chest. It is what it is. I think the Spaceman logo on the black jersey would look phenomenal. But, you know, whatever. Every, every team has one jersey that's like that. I just love this colorway, too. Like the black, the orange, the white. And then you just add that spaceman logo too and it's just like it's just a great jersey yeah darren and i i had it ranked 26 darren had it ranked 28th um what do you think darren yeah i mean i would agree i think i would have bumped these a little higher if the the spaceman actually astronaut logo was on both the white and the black jerseys there mm-hmm. rather than just the fort wayne diagonal especially the fort wayne diagonal kind of threw me off of why they have the diagonal and then the crest kind of just randomly there on the torso at the same time Honestly, I think if the black jerseys weren't like that, I, I would have been sold on maybe having them in my, in my top 20. Yeah, I agree. For me, I, I think I had them ranked a little bit higher last year. I, I would agree that that black jersey, if they just got rid of the Fort Wayne and just put that logo without spacemen or anything, I think that would be a pretty wicked jersey and a pretty hot seller. And that now will take us to number 13. Number 13, we got the Wisconsin Rapids River Kings. So, Darren, you like this one the most at seventh. Tell us about them. Oh, yeah, this this to me just, like, screams minor league or junior hockey where you can have a little more fun and not be quite as serious with your logos. It's just a beautiful, halfway goofy logo that I think fits perfectly in a league like this and that I want to wear junior league. Like, it's got the fish with the hockey stick and the crown. It's a river king, it's the king of the river. What else do you want? And then on top of that, I love the colorways theme. And obviously, it's kind of borrowed a little bit from the Vancouver Canucks there, and I think that's when the cleanest cut basic jersey color schemes in the NHL. I think it works all off the hockey on top of this kind of perfect junior defining logo. Yeah, for this one, I ranked it 33rd, so it barely made it. Oh, no, it just made it on the outside of my top half in the league. But, uh, Sebastian, you had it ranked 14, too. You seem to really like it. Yeah, like Darren said, you know, the colorway and kind of just 
the entire to me i even look at the equipment patch like the gloves that go with this jerseys they look really great and then i think the the logo we like you and i chris always talk about this logo is cartoony but it's not too cartoony so it's you know it is a little fun and you know it's different it's not they could have just slapped on a crown and a fish head or whatever like but been generic but they kind of went outside the box for it and i think that they you know they swung for the fences and they hit it this time yeah, and that'll take us into number 12. And at number 12, we got the Jersey Whalers. Now, I like this one the most out of the three of us. I had it ranked ninth. I'm in love with this jersey. I love the bold colors. I love the turquoise with the red, the humpback going through the logo. I think these are sick. I think maybe they should change the name from Whalers to something else, considering I don't think they're actually whaling. But I love everything about this jersey. It thinks, I think it's beautiful. And you two had it ranked 16th, uh, Sebastian, and 26th, Darren. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know what, Chris, your, your mention of changing the name might kind of work for me. I mean, that's one thing that actually, funnily enough, kind of knocked down a bit. I think it's kind of funny being the whalers when you, you're going out killing whales, but your logo is a whale. Yeah. And that, to me, threw me off. I love the color scheme. I think the logo is great. Again, it's kind of just outside that top 20 for me. I think it's good. Honestly, I might be a little bit sticker for the name matching the crest a little bit, and that bumped it down a few slots for me. And, and for me, honestly, I think uh, they probably wanted to go with, like, the humpbacks, but can you imagine getting chirped? Your team's the humpbacks. Like, but no, no, for real, though, like, like I said, I love the boldness of this jersey. And like, it's that, 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 you know, that tealish color with the red. That's such a bold kind of outside the box. And it's something that I hadn't seen before, and that's why it ranks so high. Because I was like, wow, I really like these jerseys. And then they're adding red accents with the red helmets and the red pants. I was like, this is, this is a team that kind of just went – yeah, we could go, you know, same inside the box jersey like a lot of teams do, or we can kind of really step out and be our own team, and that's what they did, and that's why I loved it so much. Yeah, these things were absolutely beautiful. That's why, for me, they made top 10 at number 9. But let's move into number 11, and this is going to be the Minnesota Moose. I'm in love with these jerseys, and I rank them the highest out of any of us. I rank this the best jersey in the USPHL. Minnesota Moose, congratulations. You're my number one this year. I loved what they did here. And Sebastian, you weren't far behind me at eight, but um, Darren, buddy, yeah. 41. These are just kind of, I get what they're trying to do here. I think they're a bit too messy for me, honestly. Uh, I, I love the kind of old school throwback with the extra striping normally, but I don't love the really bold, large writing Minnesota Moose with a tiny little moose head. I think they just try to do too much all at once. It just doesn't like, click, which typically, which is awesome. I love these kind of busy old school style jerseys, like 1930s, 40s style. It just doesn't work for me. I love this jersey. Now that Darren's done with his opinion, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> these jerseys are wicked. Uh, the, he said that old school striping, the color mixing on this one. I just, as soon as I saw this jersey, I was like, wow. And it, honestly, it was hard. Like I put it eight and, you know, I pretty confident where I put it, but these are, these are top end jerseys for sure. And, uh, Darren, um, I used to live in Kingston as well. I can send you uh, an eye doctor. Uh, he's really good. He'll give you a test and you'll get your glasses pretty quickly. Appreciate I, the help, buddy. <laughs> I would agree with that there. Cause, uh, these are honestly watch these guys on hockey TV. They look even better. Uh, these jerseys are just absolutely stunning, but that will take us now into the official top 10 for the three of us. And at number 10, we're going to have to go to Chicago, and it's going to be the Chicago Cougars. Darren, you rank this one the highest at third. Tell us about them. Oh, my God. These are so simple, so clean, so beautiful, with really bold colors for the alternate of, like, the gold and the green and then the reverse. Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. This is kind of the definition for me of, like, a pure hockey jersey where there's really not a lot going on to it, but it's how it just works and it just pops. And I also love the color scheme. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so the color scheme just, what? It's beautiful. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. I ranked these ones at number 10, and they landed at 10. I think these jerseys are stunning. You really – the Every one of them, the yellow one really kind of pops to me, but that green one and that white one are stunning. I love their color schemes. I like the stripes. I like, yeah, I like everything about it. Um, now, Sebastian didn't have him ranked as high, but they still made his top half of the league at 31. Yeah, and honestly, they would have been in the top 20 for sure if they would have won. I love the white jersey. I wish they would have taken the white jersey and the green jersey and used that same pattern. No stripes across the top, just the you know the stripes, the three stripes and on the arms and on across the, the the bottom, I guess, with that logo. I think they would have been great. They didn't. They kind of went with three completely. Well, I guess two completely different jerseys and then that white jersey. But if it was just the white jersey I was ranking, these would be my number. Like these would be my top ten, no problem. Yeah, I, I love I love these jerseys. But we got to move in to number nine, and at number nine we got the Northern Colorado Eagles out of my Mountain Division. And uh, I will say I ranked them the highest out of the three of us, but I wasn't very far trailed by Darren. I ranked it a fourth. He ranked it at six. Darren, why do we love these jerseys? And why does Sebastian think they're 34th? Ooh, I mean, he's allowed to be wrong. That's, that's right. Fine. Exactly. I, these mean, jerseys, I love the colors. The color scheme. I mean, when you perfectly reflect the state you're in and doing the state colors and the state flag, it's it's beautiful. It's an immaculate representation of that. And then I normally don't love the circular kind of crest logo with another smaller one inside of it, but they really make it work. Everything's kind of very simple, very bold. And again, I love the state representation, state representation there. Honestly, like the red ones, I like them. I, I really like them. The white ones, I'm just not a fan of it. I don't know what it is. It just, it just didn't do it for me. And I stand by where I put them. I, I like the white ones. I like the red ones. And these ones for me, these ones ranked really high, like I said, fourth and Darren at six. I, I think they're gorgeous. Watching these things live is great, but uh, by live, I mean hockey TV, because I can't catch anything live this year. But, yeah, they're absolutely stunning jerseys, and the uh, the company that produces them there is just killing it. These are gorgeous jerseys. And that will take us into another beautiful jersey at number eight, the Columbus Mavericks. Now, Sebastian, you had these ones ranked highest at third. Tell us about them. Yeah, I, I'm i in love with this logo. It's so simple. It tells you exactly who they are. You know, there's no words, but like as soon as you hear the name Mavericks, I mean, to me, this is what I think of. Love the striping on this. I'm not a huge fan of the green jersey, but they're home and away jerseys. Like just the striping and the colorway on these, these are absolutely, these are awesome. And I think that logo is just perfectly simple. Yeah, I would agree. I ranked them at 14th and, uh, and Darren had them ranked 22nd. So just outside of your top 20, Darren. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're great jerseys. It's not quite doing enough for them to really elevate them. I mean, 22 is, is nothing to sniff at, though. I mean, I agree. Like, I love the simplicity of the logo. And honestly, when I first looked at them, I thought they were too simple. And then going back to them, like, wait, no, like, this is perfect. This is exactly what you want. And I, I love the color scheme out of them. And actually, the color scheme of the old uh, Perry Sound Shamrocks jerseys from uh, my minor hockey days there. Wow, <laughs> that's a throwback. Um, the, no, the, I love these. These are gorgeous. I love the. I like the white ones the most. Those are the really ones that pop to me. Their white jerseys are, oh, they're stunning. Uh, and that'll take us now into one of the USPHL's newest teams, the Buffalo Stampede, who land at number seven. And uh, Sebastian, you had these ones ranked the highest out of all of us. I know. I know. We thought it would be me. But you had them ranked seventh. Tell us about them. Oh, I just, I, again, this is one of the ones where I, I, I like the darker jersey more than the white one, but I don't dislike the white one on this one. I really love the color with the black, the orange, the gray. To me, I, I mean, since we've ever done jerseys, you guys know that these kind of colors pop always, always pop for me. So as soon as they put this jersey together, I was in. I love the logo. It's different. I'm glad they didn't go with 
you know, oh, we're from Buffalo, so let's, you know, make sure that we have a traditional Buffalo head or whatever. This is a little different. It's more edgy, and I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you here. I mean, I ranked this one 11th. It just fell out of my top 10, which I was kind of stunned by. But some of these jerseys in the USPHL are just beautiful. And and if I was in Buffalo and you're in the Lockport area, get out there and go to a Stampede game because I need to see these things live. I want the black jersey. I want the white jersey. I'm actually thinking I like the white jersey more than the black. But you're right. The color scheme is just, I wouldn't say your typical Buffalo color scheme. And I think that makes it even better. It's a super cool Buffalo head logo. I think they did a great job. Darren, you had them ranked 19th. Yeah, colors are gorgeous. Again, I, I love the the logo being, that's kind of a throwback to those goat head Buffalo jerseys from the 90s and earlier 2000s there. But with, the, with his own spin on it, between the color scheme and like Seb said, it's kind of a little more edgy, a little more bold, and being its own kind of unique thing while still having a tie to the larger hockey community in Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. They're 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 gorgeous. I love them. And that's going to move us into number six. And number six, we got the Long Beach Shredders. Now, me and Darren love these jerseys. Uh, uh, yeah, Sebastian, you weren't as high. I ranked them second overall. Darren ranked them fifth. And uh, Sebastian had them ranked 25th. So, Darren, what do you love about these jerseys outside of the just pure awesome color schemes? Unreal. I mean, that's what it is. It's just it's so bold. They're just totally owning their geographical location saying, we're going to just pop. And the logo is fun and goofy and colorful. And they're having some fun with it. Being a junior team, you have the opportunity. You're not trying to represent a ton of established tradition like you would in the NHL or other top-tier hockey leagues. This is a junior, and you're allowed to have a bit of fun. So I love it when teams like this do something with really bold, fun colors and a fun kind of goofy logo that's not too, too goofy, but kind of hits that fun play. The only thing I could say is I wish they didn't have white pants for their black jerseys. I, I love was, that. I think it was great with the white jerseys, but I, I think they need, I think either need to have two pairs of pants or just wear black pants. I love the white pants and the black jersey. That just really took me back. And I'm like, that's wild. I've never seen that. I, I love it. Sebastian. <laughs> For me, the logo is just too much. I love this colorway. I yeah. love the white jersey setup. The jersey is just, the the logo is just a little too cartoony for me. Like I think tweak it a little bit, it'd be perfect. And again, for me, honestly, what kept these out of my top twenty because I actually do really like the jerseys. I really like the black jerseys. Is the white pants? Okay, white pants with the white jerseys. That's fine. I love it. Honestly, would like to see the white jerseys with like that blue they have on the jerseys. Those color pants and like either black pants or even like those blue pants for the black jerseys. I think they do that. And I'm putting these in my top five. Ooh, I love the blue pant idea. That would be actually pretty wild. All right. You hear that coach eat Let's do it. All right. Let's move into our top five. The Wooster Oilers. Uh, Sebastian, you had him ranked second. Darren, you had him ranked 10th. I had him ranked 18th. Uh, so Sebastian, tell us why you love these ones so much. Again, it's just that blue, orange, white colorway that I love so much. I love this. I, again, this, this circular logo. I love how they did with this one. And they've got, you know, the Wooster across the chest, so I do like. Um, again, at the end of the day, it's just this colorway and it's just kind of how they put their own spin on it that I really like. I absolutely love this color scheme. I love the, the circular Wooster Oilers crest with the oil pump there. And I mean, I think that the color scheme is exactly what the, the Edmonton Oilers never should have moved away from the NHL. I hate that they've made orange their primary or a really dark navy blue. This is what the Oilers are to me, and I love that it represented here in the USPHL. Yeah, I love this color scheme too. It's it's got that old school like like you said that old school look there. It's also those like compared to like the New York Islanders colors and the old you know the old Oilers looks. I, I just think that 
they did it right. They brought back colors that people want to see. And, uh, you know, I had them ranked 18, so they didn't make my top 20. But you two, second and 10th, that's awesome. Let's move into number four. And at number four, we have the Dells Ducks. Now, I had them ranked 21st, just outside my top 20. Sebastian, you liked them a lot. You ranked them fifth. But someone was in love with them and ranked them overall. Darren, first overall, why do you love the Dells Ducks? Oh, my God. I just love anything and everything to do with the Mighty Ducks. And this is obviously an exact capture of that. I mean, the eggplant and jade, you can't beat that color combination. I love the striping with the extra wide, slightly angled waist. It's just beautiful. And then a solid logo on it with the D and the duck head. And the obviously the duck and the stick, too. You can play around with it however you want. The color scheme is just absolutely perfect. The striping is great. I mean, I would love to see the Anaheim Ducks go back to some of this. I don't think they ever will. Not in this kind of color scheme. They'll always be black and orange from now on. But this just throws it back to me being a kid watching the Ducks in the early 2000s. Yeah, and for me, I think I have to kind of really echo what Darren just said. Like, just this is the Mighty Ducks colorway. They kind of split their own spin in the logo. Even their their like away jersey, like this, just that, just going bold with it. I absolutely love these. Um, and at five, now that I'm kind of looking at it, maybe they could have been a little higher. But you know, they're definitely a top end jersey for me. For me, I mean, they're the top third of the league at 21st. The purple jerseys, I know the eggplant, Jay, don't don't really do much for me. The white jersey, I love. I love the white jersey, the duck biting through the stick. I think that part is sick. I love the white jersey. Put that logo on the, the dark jersey, I'm in love with it even more. But uh, yeah, the, the other one doesn't do much for me. But at number three, a jersey that I really do like is the Florida Junior Everblades. I like this one the most out of the three of us. I ranked it fifth. Sebastian, you ranked it 10th. And uh, Darren, you ranked it 11th. But the reason I love these jerseys is the same reason I kind of loved the uh, the Minnesota jerseys, the Minnesota Moose jerseys. It's just kind of got some pretty cool, like the gator teeth lining on the white jerseys. I really like the green jerseys are great, but I'm in love with the white jerseys and I want to get my hand on one of these jerseys. I think they're beautiful. The gator teeth is kind of what got me too. Um, I love the white jersey, and almost like it almost looks like it on the green jerseys, they have the gear teeth around the bottom of the pants, which I think are awesome as well. So, I mean, to me, this is just a unique jersey, and, and this is why it's a top-end jersey. Yeah, completely agree with both of you. I think the logo is great, and the teeth really elevate for me. I also really like the striping on the green jersey, especially on the shoulders, where it's right on the very top with the, the forward-facing stripes. I think that's just a bold look that I don't think I've ever really seen before on a hockey jersey. Yeah, I, I love these jerseys, and I really want to get my hands on one. I think I think they're gorgeous. And that takes us into the top two. And at number two, my Ogden Mustangs. So I didn't even rank them the highest here. I ranked them seventh. Sebastian, 15th. Darren, you ranked the second overall. What is so amazing about these beautiful, beautiful jerseys? Oh, man, almost everything. Number one is the striping and the colorway, which is incredible. I love, as a Canadian, I paid to say this, I love the classic Team USA look of, the blue, red, and white, and the stars, and they just pull that and make it look so good, especially with a primary color red, with a little bit of a spin on it. It's just beautiful. And then a nice, bold logo that really works and complements everything else just sets it off for me. Yeah, I mean, I I love these jerseys. When they released them, I was so excited because I didn't even rank, I think, my Ogden Mustangs in the top 20 last year. I wasn't thrilled with last year's jerseys. Uh, so when they came out with these ones, I was thrilled and relieved because these ones are beautiful. I love everything about what they did with these jerseys this year. And like you said, for me, it gives that Washington Capitals vibes, that winter classic Washington Capitals vibe. And I absolutely love those jerseys. And these are stunning. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I really like the white ones. Like you said, it's that Washington, that old school kind of Capitals vibe they had. They took away the gray one and didn't even bother putting any gray in there. So that's why I bitterly left them out of my time. <laughs> well, I'm very happy to get that white jersey sent to me as the Pigeon Hockey Podcast are an official sponsor of the Ogden Mustangs. And I'm very happy to have our information on the back of that jersey this year. But they didn't finish number one because at number one, we all pretty much agreed these are amazing jerseys. And that's the Islanders Hockey Club. Sebastian and I ranked them sixth, and Darren, you ranked them fourth. Why do we all love these beautiful jerseys? Oh, man, color scheme and logo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's literally what I was just about to say. This color scheme, the striping, and the logo, I mean, love them. Yeah, the white jerseys. I I like the orange jerseys, but the white jerseys are gorgeous. I love the white jerseys. They're beautiful. It's again, it's like like that mixing that dark color with that, that like that light blue, and it's like going outside the box. It's like you do that, you're gonna create something unique, and people like unique. People don't want to see the same thing over and over again. It has unless it has like that old school nostalgic feeling. Like for example, the Dells Ducks having the Mighty Ducks. You know, people who are fans of the Mighty Ducks are gonna gravitate to that. But you know, you throw on like, a, and I'm gonna say this: it's the most overused jersey in the world, the, the Blackhawks style jersey. Not a lot of jerseys like that really kind of make me want to go out and buy that kind of jersey because it's so overused. Like, this is just something different. Yeah, I love yeah. that it has a fairly standard striping pattern, but with just a unique color. And then some additional stripes on top of the normal pattern. Like, I feel like it pulls kind of from those goofy fish sticks Islanders jersey with the Gordon's Fisherman on them in the 90s, but with a normal style striping with still kind of that pale blue on top of the orange. And I agree, the white jersey are just absolutely gorgeous. I think these jerseys are excellent, and it was really exciting to uh, look at these jerseys again this year and see what the teams did for 21-22. And uh, as we wrap up here, I will just give one shout-out to the USPHL. And by shout-out, I mean I'm more shouting at you. Please, the Atlantic East, the Atlantic West, the Midwest East, the Midwest West divisions, <sighs> stop it. Atlantic East, make it the Atlantic. Atlantic West, make it the Appalachian Division, because every team but Buffalo plays in the Appalachian Division, but you have a team in Atlanta playing in the Florida Division, so who cares? The Midwest East Division should just be the Midwest or maybe Central. And the Midwest West Division, that's a lot to unpack. Just call it the Northern Division. Basically, every team's in Minnesota or Wisconsin. It's just this Midwest East, Midwest West I, uh, drives me nuts. Time well, to change it up. Southeast. You know, north. What about that division? You, the Middle Southeast North Division, and the the Rum River Mallards are now playing in the what? Yeah, no, it's just renamed the divisions. I I don't know why that's, I don't know. I'm not working the logistics side of the uh, USPHL, so I'd just say that would be probably just smoother, better names. Just putting out there. I, I claim no thing to those, so just use them and I just, it just bothers me. The Midwest West, I, uh, gets under my skin. I don't know why. But that said, this is a blast. And so let me quickly identify this episode's nonprofit of the podcast. And that's going to be Ontario Nature, a charity that's been protecting wild species and wild spaces through education, conservation, and public engagement since 1931. So give them a quick look at OntarioNature.org. Link will be in the episode description. We want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. So be sure to follow us on Twitter, PageH Official, to let us know what you think. And also be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. And remember, players, coaches, owners, families, friends, if you think there's a highlight worth submitting, to the podcast for the January highlights episode, send us a DM at PHH official and tell us the team date of the game and the exact hockey TV video time so that we can rank it for consideration. We also once again, want to thank our special guest today, Darren Zanuzzi for joining us today. Darren. Thanks, man. Thanks boys. Really appreciate you having me on. 
Yeah, and again, everyone, uh, give a look at the... Uh, For the, the Indigenous Hockey Research Network, and we're at IndigenousHockeyCanada.com. Give it a look. And uh, obviously, it's, it's really, really important work and uh, should definitely be supported and, and, and looked at. But that's it. This is Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris and Sebastian. Thanks for listening. And remember, always clear your crease.